All right. Boom. Welcome to Game Devs Quest, your podcast chronicling our journal, our journal, our, mm, yep, our you journeys. Want, you want to read we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here we go. One, two, three, clap. Oh, now we're All right. <laughs> now we're off. <laughs> oh, damn it. Game Devs Quest. Welcome to Game Dev's Quest. This is the podcast chronicling our journey into game dev. Yeah. Game dev nirvana. Game dev enlightenment. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. What's up, homies? Mmm. You like that? A little, little home slice right yeah, there? Yeah, dude. That's what up. <laughs> what to do, baby? Triple OG uh, straight thuggin'. Triple OG. All right. All right. <laughs> um, did start. we podcast last week? <laughs> we did, yeah. Episode 29. It was, it was about as much of a filler episode as any Dragon Ball Z episode. But uh, we got to shut done. your mouth. <laughs> uh, what's on the agenda today, Rhett? I Do haven't... we have an agenda? I mean, <laughs> I, I always write notes, but you probably would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it was like during the uh, conference, you're like, I'm going to take some notes. I'm like, hey, good idea. So I did too. I had my phone open and my notes ended up being like, mm, like 12 different lines. And then you're like, <laughs> so here's my notes. And it was like a verbatim like recap of the entire freaking conference. <laughs> and all i could think was like dude you must have been pissed the whole time i was like trying to bullshit with you because that must have been so distracting (laughs) (laughs) no i I wasn't mad i i am pretty attentive i think so i was able Mm. to hammer it out and i don't think i missed much by your snarky little comments you made no i don't think you did (laughs) yeah dude Um, this is uh this is an interesting time for us. I yeah. kind of went into full panic mode a little bit, realizing that I only have... What? Why? What? I Why? Only have... Because, dude, I didn't realize that we're leaving for Japan in like... A couple ten... days? A couple days, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like less, like, like almost 10 actually, days. Actually, yeah. We're leaving in t- 11 days, which is crazy. Yeah. Because... Um... I, th- I thought I about it, like, so hard for so long, and then that was, like, eight months ago or something, or six months ago, and it was like, oh, we have forever until Japan, and now we have, like, less than two weeks, so I'm hopping back yeah. into stuff. I cracked open my Japanese app. I, you know, did a whole bunch of research on on where to go, different food options for us, uh, clearing up my phone and, like, just putting copious amounts of podcasts and video stuff on it and i'm just getting ready dude i'm actually i'm i was having a panic attack but now it's like just this excitement like that's all i can think about right now i i the other day was like just overwhelmed like for the first time i was just like i was so freaking like absolutely stoked to just get there I know, know, dude. Not even get there. I'm stoked to, like, 
step into the airport, you know, and just be like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like, we made it. I, <laughs> like, I know, Nothing seriously. can stop me now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man. It's uh, going to be here really quick. It seems like every trip I go on, this is exactly how it goes. It's just I know. Like, well, because you I have, have to plan so far in advance. And then... Yeah. It feels like it's never going to happen, so you kind of stop thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like once, uh, well, in a different sense, once the election ended and you're like, oh, no, Donald Trump's going to be our president. But that's not for like two whole months. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, here it is, and it's like seven months afterwards. Yeah, I know. And we're not going to talk about we're politics. Gonna, we're not going to talk about for it. For anybody who's interested in the timeline, a little peek behind the curtain of our podcast, we're pretty far Charlottesville ahead just happened this last Charlottesville weekend. just happened. So uh, things are a little fresh. And uh, Hey, yeah. by the way, I, I know we're not getting into politics here, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I watched this uh, video that Arnold Schwarzenegger put out. I saw that last night. I didn't watch it, but I saw it. You out. should watch it. It was probably the best thing I've seen about, well, just like best response to Charlottesville slash racism in America slash idiot president. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. Okay, I will. <laughs> you know, as as many people actually like hate him, he's like not a dumb guy. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, and it's interesting. I mean, to be a Republican and get elected in California. <laughs> yeah, he's not really I mean, I'm I don't know a lot about him, but he I don't think he's a typical Republican, I'll say that. He's very yeah, moderate. To be honest, I don't really know anything about his platform. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it's interesting. I listened to like I think way back he was on the Nerdist and he had a really good interview. And it was like one of the first interviews that made me like really think about like the um habits and like things that like rich and successful people do. Like I had started thinking about it a lot cuz as I'm listening to the Nerdist and I'm listening to Joe Rogan, like a lot of these people are into the same bullshit, you know, like they're all trying to like cuz they all run in the same circle, so they're like eating at the same place. They're like eat, doing the same diets and like <laughs> part of the same fads and like a part of the, like the latest life hack, you oh, know, yeah. trend. Um, and so I started thinking about that a lot and he was on there and that was like one of the first ones where I realized like, uh, well, I didn't, I already knew this, but he talked a lot about wasting time showering in the morning, how he feels <laughs> like it's a waste of time. Um, not that he doesn't do it. He showers every morning, but he uh when he had his kids at home or whatever he like put a timer on the on the hot water so that each person every time you started the shower you had two minutes of hot water oh yeah and, it would, and then it would turn to cold <laughs> he's like you're more than welcome to take as long a shower as you want but you only get two minutes of hot water so you know so everybody uh, like learned to be like really quick in the shower which is like my one of my biggest weaknesses is long showers uh, brevity yeah in the shower it's just uh Dude, I get in there and I'm like, oh, God, it feels so good to be clean. And then I just like soak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have kind of the same thing. Like uh, growing up in high school, I used to like in the morning because we'd get up for jazz band and I'd be getting up be like 530 or something every morning. Yeah. And because uh, jazz band was early in the morning, like our zero period class. And so I'd get up like at 530 or whatever and I just go to sleep. I'd go back to sleep in the shower. Like pretty much from full 
hot water heater to empty hot water heater (laughs) every morning and i loved it but i don't know if now that i'm a little bit older like i do value that brevity and also it just feels bad to me to like waste so much water you know you know i read a i read an article the other day from a water uh reclamation engineer maybe it wasn't a water reclamation maybe it was just like a water table engineer type dude Uh um and he was talking about the idea of like wasting water and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh it's interesting because like yeah i hate wasting water i think it's a habit that we should all get into but i I, I, that the conversation came up on a thread on reddit about like why don't we use quote-unquote gray water to flush our toilets um and it's actually really enlightening because I've always sort of wondered the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like not very like feasible. And I think they're saying like the cost just like doesn't outweigh the benefit at all. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's interesting because this guy was talking about how much water there is in the world. And he was saying like that that thing that has been pushed about like, you know, turn off the water when you're brushing your teeth, which is a habit that I have. And yeah. I think a lot of people have. Yep, he was too. saying like... And, he he was saying like some places in the United States like that's just like not like that's not true like you don't need to do that at all like in the Midwest like the water table like runs so deep um that there's just like no chance of like running out of water that's underground um but places like California and the West Coast that are more prone to drought like that's absolutely a rule to live by because you need that the, you need that water to survive and and grow food um so it's like different in other parts of the world but you know a lot of places in the u.s it's just like kind of like this myth that started in other places and like has spread throughout the whole country you know yeah Hmm. it's interesting i definitely think we should all i think we should all preserve water but yeah well and i i have kind of that philosophy that we should just use less of everything Everything. yeah (laughs) so i try not to use a lot of water i try not to like when i go when i'm at work and instead of choosing a paper towel i choose to dry my hands off with the little air dryer uh you know don't like there's no need really to buy bottled water if you could just buy a water bottle that you can fill up and things like that Yeah, that's been a big one for me you know like it's always weird to me like going to work or wherever and I mean, I have a hydro flask and I drink probably three big old bottles of water a day with that hydro flask. But then there's some people that always just like bring plastic bottled water that they buy from like Costco. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah, I don't think you need to do that. It's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. And it's become a lot easier for me because uh, making the switch from Mount Angel to Silverton, the uh, quality of taste in yeah. tap water is like enormous. Yeah, see, that is that is true. Where we grew up, the water is just god-awful. And when I grew up there, I didn't notice. But then once I went out of Mount Angel, like everywhere else, the water was better. <laughs> yeah. So. I... um. Yeah, well, I'm a little spoiled because it's especially good in Silverton. Like, it's nuts. Um, but yeah, I didn't really. I sometimes I miss the water in Mount Angel, but all the, <laughs> all the lead or whatever that's in it. <laughs> Nicola, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, um. So obviously, every, everybody knows Charlottesville. 
recently happened. Um, oh, speaking of, I was going to say, I'll watch that Schwarzenegger thing, but you should watch Dan Harmon's I'm Not a Nazi rant. Uh, really funny. All right. Dan Harmon, he's a creator of Rick and Morty, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, Dan uh, Harmon, I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> he like was at Gen Con or something. I don't know which convention it was, but he goes up and he's like, hi, I'm Dan Harmon, uh, and I'm not a Nazi. And everybody <laughs>, laughs and he's like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. You think it's funny. You think that's something we don't have to say anymore, but it absolutely goddamn is. And he goes into like a five-minute rant about how, like, you know, because everybody's just like, well, you don't have to say you're not a Nazi. And he's like, no, just fucking say it. Say you're not a fucking Nazi. He like goes on this huge fucking rant. And it is like... Like it's it's just so amazing. It's, uh, it's it's funny. You'll be laughing. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But anyway, yeah. so Charlottesville happened. Uh, and what's more is we stand on the cusp of the Great American Eclipse. Yeah, we do. And uh, it's already it's... showing in Oregon because traffic apparently is terrible. Dude, yeah. So some of the people that work uh, for the theater that were coming from Portland, uh, they left really early because they knew they'd need to. And mm-hmm. some of them, it took them two hours to get here. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not only Silverton, that, but I hear gas, one of the gas stations. stations. Yeah. Yeah. Silverton gas. already ran out of regular at one of their stations. That's crazy. It's because people are like freaking hoarding the shit. Go yeah. fill up your car and don't drive. <laughs> right? Like. Jesus. Yeah, we're like, not I'm... leaving. Yeah. And then I got super irritated. Um, it's like one of my bosses, I guess, at work was like, so uh, who's coming in on on Monday? I said, oh, I already put in my time off like months ago. Like literally probably like February or <laughs> March. Oh, well, we're going to need an all hands on deck situation. I said, well, then you shouldn't have approved my time off request. <laughs> seriously dude they probably and didn't even back in february they didn't even look to see what was going on nope and i'm not sure and they were sort of like they sort of alluded like that i needed to be there and i was like whatever if i gotta quit i'll quit like i'm not gonna be there <laughs> like I, I legitimately could not give a fuck like i'm gonna see that eclipse from home i'm not going anywhere like sorry that's been in the making for more than 10 years so like <laughs> eat a bag of dicks Uh, and uh and also like okay i'll go to japan and i got a whole bunch of shit i gotta do when i come back so like i'm not missing anything by not being allowed to go to your shithole anymore so (laughs) fuck off but uh (laughs) anyways i felt really bad i was talking to taylor this morning listener uh and taylor is like right outside the path of totality although he will have 98% coverage. 98% to 99% totality. Okay, like, that's pretty high, but, like, just so we're clear, like, it's not totality, It's not 100%, (laughs) I know. Yeah, Dude, like, the exact center of totality, like, goes right over my house. I know, yeah. It was just, like, meant to happen, dude. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, how how random is that? That where we live, like, Podunk, Oregon, whatever, like... I remember thinking, like, because I told you, like, the first time I heard about this eclipse was in high school, and I was always into space yeah, um, and astronomy and stuff. Uh, got a little bit more cemented. I went to college, and I took some astronomy and astrophysics courses, 
and they talked about the eclipse that was coming in, you know, 2017, but back then it feels so far away. Yeah. And now that it's here, it's like, oh shit, like, (laughs) oh my, I can't, I remember thinking about this, like in Stringer's class, you know, like looking it up and being like, oh my God, it's going to come like right over us. Like, okay. Sorry. Anyway, I was just laughing because, uh, I'm sitting four miles away from where I thought uh, about the eclipse. Ah! Anyways, <laughs> uh, sorry guys, we're having some technical difficulties today, so you'll have to yeah, Rhett's mic bear with sucks. us. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is <clears throat> usually not the case. Usually, it's the best mic, and Taylor's mic sucks. Yeah, mine sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, um, yeah, I'm really excited about the eclipse. To be honest, I'm a little bummed that. I have to like work so much this weekend because um, traffic it has been bad depending on where you're going and gas has been being hoarded by fools. Um, yeah, I but... mean our our governor is deploying the national guard, <laughs> and apparent I read somewhere that they expect three to five million people to come to Oregon, which is insane. Yeah, my Super sister uh, used to live in the L.A. area. And now she lives up near Portland, and she was saying that traffic in Portland already yesterday, which was Thursday, like three days, uh, three full days before the eclipse, she said that traffic in Portland was worse than it normally is in L.A. So, yeah. Well, and I was saying, I did I already say that that like people from Portland that were doing the show, like they came down and it took them like three or four hours. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Oh my god, I just, <laughs> people are losing their minds. And and what really irritates me is that I I would rather people took the not the paranoia, but like the over preparedness seriously. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that Kate Brown deployed the National Guard. Like, did you see the videos of traffic in Prineville in Eastern yeah, Oregon? Dude. It's crazy. Okay. Dude, people are nuts. And yeah. you get that many people with all of their selfish motivations. Yeah. And bad shit's going to happen. I know. It's going to be like the snow in Oregon, which, like, if people would just fucking prepare, snow would not be that bad. But for some reason, Oregonians just lose their goddamn minds anytime <laughs> a freaking piece of snow falls on their heads. Yeah. They forget how to drive. They forget, like, basic rudimentary knowledge. You don't have to have a ton of experience driving in the snow to know how to drive in the snow. It's called fucking thinking about it. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it, it, it's like Seneca says, man. Just like fucking envision the problems in your mind. And then when they happen to you, they're not problems because you've already experienced like every <laughs> like every variable scenario in your brain, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, uh, it just irritates me. Like I was coming up the hill one time over by my house when it was snowing and I could have made it. I could have made it, but a person in front of me stopped. They got scared and they thought, I'm not going to make this. So they stopped and I tried to go around him, but they like started sliding and they slid right into like where I was going. So I ha- I was forced to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, I guess I have to go down the hill and I lost all of my momentum because the hill is like a quarter mile long. And then there's a like a hundred yard hill, like at the end of that, that's steeper. So it's like, I just, I had to go like all the way down this hill to like regain my momentum to get back up. there. It just fucking pissed me off. And man, I have no doubt that people with the 
clips are going to do the same thing. Like people are going to be running out of gas or like doing dumb shit on the road. And it's going to cause like huge traffic problems because Oregon has a huge problem with rubberneckers because you can't just drive past a motherfucker that's out of gas. You have to go Everybody five miles look. an hour and look yeah. at him. God, I know. And then, and then because 20 people in front of you did that or 200 people in front of you did that, <laughs> you get there and you go, well, I've earned this. And then you do it. And <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, uh, dude, that's my the most common experience I have with traffic in Oregon, especially on I-5, it's like all of a sudden you hit stop and go traffic where you're literally like on I-5, the main interstate in Oregon, uh, and you're at a dead stop. And then, you know, you're going 20 miles an hour and then you go to a dead stop and it keeps going and going and going. And then eventually you get to the point where everybody's just going back to the normal speed and you're like, okay, what even happened? Yeah, it's because like, people are dumb fucking animals, yeah. dude. Not a single one of them knows how to drive. <laughs> you know why we have traffic lights instead of traffic circles where we could save 33% of our fuel? Uh, it's because these dumb motherfuckers need the world to know that it's their turn to go. <laughs> they got to be told and they need the world to know it. Uh yeah, dude. I th- I think that the only reason we have traffic lights is because fucking drivers are inherent. Like most drivers, especially in Oregon. Like I know we have a lot of courteous drivers in Oregon yeah, who are not actually that bad. But then there are the rest of them who like grew up like driving on rural roads and like never learned like confidence on the road. So uh, I I don't know where was I going with that. Anyways, I fucking yeah. hate everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, same here. So. It's all good. On uh, on Sunday night or Sunday for the show, I'm gonna drive the motorcycle. So hopefully, if there's yeah, like any sort of yeah, if there's any sort of like huge jam, I'm just gonna be that guy. <laughs> like I'm going home. Sorry, like no, no force on God's green earth will keep me yeah from getting home to watch the God blessed eclipse. So yeah, yeah, should be pretty cool though. Anyways, um, so yeah, if you guys are around for the eclipse make sure you um enjoy that for real yeah i got a a bit of news this week uh so last saturday was our foster kitty walter his adoption day and it was terrible sorry (laughs) we uh we so the place that we bring him to uh it's is affiliate or the place that we are associated with is affiliated with PetSmart. Yeah, they're they're having an adoption event at PetSmart, and you know we bring our cat there, and uh, you just basically drop him off, and then they're like, okay, he's gonna be here until he gets adopted, and Walter was scared of every other cat, like he had his he had his own little cage that we put him in, uh, and a lot of cats didn't, Uh, they were just roaming around in this little room. And uh, we tried to, like, put him on the ground, and he was, like, terrified, and he would not let go of Alia. And uh, we're we're sad, you know, because he's, like, he's become part of the family, basically. So we uh, – also, your mic is doing that thing again, but it maybe fix itself. I don't know. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we get there. We're both, like, tearing up and uh, having a really hard time. But we let him go. Uh, we leave him there for a couple days. And basically, 
every other cat that was there got adopted except for a couple of other black cats, which by the way, apparently black cats are like the least sought after cat. So if you're looking into adopting, adopt a black cat. They're cute, sweet, and uh, it's really sad that people don't, they basically like discriminate against them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's sort of like, well, I don't know. I, I guess I won't get into the the debate about pit bulls, but yeah, um, ex- yeah, same idea, kind of. It's but, uh, uh, yeah, pit bulls like rank like thirteenth uh, down on the aggression scale, yeah, and like blue healers and Australian shepherds like rank first. Yet people love the fuck out of right. Australian shepherds and blue healers, uh, but hate pit bulls. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I, it's been a big point of contention for me because, like, my best dog was a pit bull. Oh my god, and, Buddy, uh, dude! Yeah, Buddy was. Is Buddy still around? No. Oh man. Yeah, he uh, he went back to me and Jason got in an argument about this the other day, um, because uh, Buddy was like getting really old and sort of like becoming incontinent, and he was living with my mom, and my mom just like didn't really have the resources to like keep taking care of him. And so the buddy's original owner who, by the way, uh, and this was the argument that me and Jason got into was that she asked Jason if she could, if he could dog sit for a short time, like maybe a month, <laughs> you know? So quite a while, I guess, but, and then she just like never came and got him. Um, and so we like kept this dog uh, for years, like eight years <laughs> or more. Um, and he became our dog. And so she reached out and Jason was like, Hey, you know, like this is kind of good timing. Like we just, my mom doesn't have the resources to take care of him anymore. And, um, you know, like maybe you'd want him back. And she's like, yeah, sure. Um, and she took him and then she said, like, she texted Jason once, like saying it's not really working out. And then we've never heard from her again. So, like, there Damn. you go. That's, like, the fate of my, like, favorite dog. We have oh no fucking God. clue. Yeah. That's so, so sad. I, Buddy was I got so really, nice. Yeah, I got really pissed off because, um, I don't know. Everybody was telling me, like, you know, it wasn't, like, really my call to make, like, what happened with Buddy. But at the same time, I was like, okay, but then why did you, like, why why did you get to make that call? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, why do, you know, and they're basically defending the fact that, uh, sorry, I broke out there back to his original owner. And I was just like, that's bullshit. Like, just because it's the original owner doesn't mean shit. So I got, got really worked up, but, Uh, um, I'm sorry. Most people. Yeah, it's fine. And it's been a big, like a weird thing because too, like Bailey hates pitbulls. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) you liked buddy. I don't know why you say that. Like, yeah. The dog was so fucking sweet. I've never had a sweeter dog. No, me neither. Ever. I've never met a sweeter dog. Yeah. But, so, anyways, yeah. black well, cats. Yeah, yeah, the superstition of, um, well, and that, and they're more likely to be uh, stolen, and they're more likely to be the subject of abuse and, like, weird fucking... Yeah, uh, because of the like, stigma. Yeah, well, uh, it's a big thing. This happens on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, people go out looking for black cats to kill. Like, so I shit you stupid. not, yeah. they'll abduct them and then they'll use them for like target practice to like shoot them or like cut them open. Like people do weird shit with them. Yeah. 
Um, so a lot of people don't want them just because that's what happens. But if you have like a primarily indoor cat, I don't think there's yeah. a chance of that really happening. No. <clears throat> well, long story You're short. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really sorry that happened. We uh, well, it's okay. We we ended up because you know it's kind of like I keep comparing it to this where like you have your kid and you send them off to like camp or something and they're like picked, yeah. picked last for the t-ball team or whatever you know it just felt really bad but anyways uh we had we adopted him <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> good okay uh i wasn't really expecting to because we wanted to keep fostering but it just like that whole weekend that he was there like alia went and visited him visited him one time and he was just like just having the worst time ever and How so it, dare you make me feel bad about this you bastard <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it wrecked us you know and i wasn't sure like if it was the right thing for Otson, um because he did start behaving a little bit differently and he definitely when when walter was gone for those couple days he was like he realized he was the only cat and he was like purring more <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time he was like constantly looking for walter which was yeah. freaking cute um and now like the first day that that walter came back i think otson was still kind of weirded out but now they're <laughs> like they play this chase game and they're constantly play fighting and i wasn't sure if it was good or not play fighting but like I did yeah, a little bit good. of research, and it's good fighting. And uh, they're both like Otson almost never was sleeping on the bed before when Walter was was a foster, and now they're both sleeping on the bed with us, and it's just like Aww. the cutest thing. So I think it was it was a good a good thing overall, and we just fell in love with little Walter. So yeah, here, well, good. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like. So the moral of the story is don't fucking foster kittens, apparently, because, uh, yeah. Now, I mean, I really wish that we could continue fostering because it felt like it was like we were giving back to the community and just doing something good for animals and stuff. Um, but damn, it's hard, especially when like, because I don't think that most of the time that you have a foster as long as we had Walter. We had them for more than two months. Because, um, like, when we first started, they made it sound like it was going to be, like, a couple weeks at most. And I think if it would have just been a couple weeks, it would have been like, okay, like, this is sad, but you're not our cat. But yeah, he basically was, like, our cat for that whole time. So Yeah. Well, and it seemed like you guys fostered him for sort of, like, what felt like an abnormally long time for, like, most foster type programs or am yeah. i wrong about that like, i well i don't know in my ex in my experience this is the only time we fostered so maybe it's normal but when we had our little consultation visit they said it should be like two to three weeks so oh, we had okay. we had him for like two and a half months so. yeah i was gonna say uh, my friend bentley who i do chaotic amateurs with he uh used to foster dogs and the turnover rate on some of those dogs is like really high uh, yeah. broke out there a little bit yeah he'd have him for like a week and um and then they'd go off to you know wherever so yeah and he 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 specialized in fostering uh pit bulls and like difficult to rehome animals yeah so that was cool 
Yeah, see, that's really nice. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's been my my week, I guess. Um, I did do some game dev. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Where did you find the time for that? Uh, I do game dev every day on my lunches and then try nice. to do like an hour at night. So I'm just about done with the Glitch Garden uh, section of our Udemy course, which nice. Glitch Garden is basically like a plants versus zombie uh, zombies clone. And last night, uh, part of the course was getting Glitch Garden on your phone or on your mobile device. And nice. so, God, it was a weird feeling, dude. Like, because it's one thing to like make a game on your computer and then see it playable on the computer, but then to actually export it to a mobile device, it was like, whoa, dude, like this is legit, you know? <laughs> so I was yeah. playing it on my phone a little bit and it was just super cool. And I was telling you this earlier, I'm pretty sure with our Castle Master Faster Blaster game we made for the uh, one one mechanic game jam, I'm pretty sure it's just going to take a tiny bit to get it onto mobile for Android. So I'm going to try to do that before we leave for Japan, seeing if I can port it over and see how it works on different devices and stuff. So Sweet. Because um, I would, if yeah, we dude. could do it, I would love to be able to just put that up as our first game uh, on the App Store. So Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I'm glad you're checking along with that, holding down the fort. And I saw you just like fucking destroying Twitter this week. <laughs> You win some major points, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's cool. Uh, all that. Um, I kind. I like looked at the Udemy courses like yesterday. I was like at work a little bit, and uh, I was looking at like other courses that they had on Udemy. And I there was another one that I ended up buying uh, that was related to my business. I was like, oh, oh cool. this could be handy. <laughs> so, and it was on sale. Like it was normally like fifty bucks, and it was on sale for. Uh, like eight or something. I was nice. like, uh, yeah. yes, please. Uh, and uh, it's like required for me to like maintain my business license anyway. So I was like, all right, oh, cool. Nice. That's um, good. And anyway, I was like, looked at the courses. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this. And I, I like started looking at some of the videos and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't at work right now because it's like I the the like the inspiration, the yeah. like, you know, the, the rare muse like struck <laughs> me hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I freaking was like, so sad to be at work at that moment. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm loving the course we have. It's uh, dude. It's almost like a, a shorter, like boot camp, I would say for getting you up and running. Uh, with unity yeah and so i got i have that course which i'm about 60 percent done with and uh afterwards ben tristam also put out that rpg game uh course and that one's more for like intermediate unity developers so i think i'm gonna hit that one after i'm done with this but uh god it's just so satisfying and and the instruction is just so good. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I've learned so much from it, and I'm just really happy that I'm, I'm continuing to go. It's it's hard to make progress in it because it's like 60 hours worth of, of video. But then you're also yeah. spending time with because each video has like at least one challenge, if not two or three. And sometimes the challenges can take like 20 to 30 minutes or more. 
And yeah. so like like last night, I really wanted to finish out the glitch garden section, and I had like four videos, but I was having a problem with one of one of the challenges, and so then. You know, it was like a 12 minute video, but it ended up taking me like an hour to get through that 12 minutes. So <laughs> it's quite a quite a commitment to finish. But another thing that happened this week, I hit my 200 hour mark since May 1st, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I see. saw your tweet, dude. That's yeah. badass. Yeah, that felt kind of good. It's crazy because when I hit the 200 hour mark, I it had been 108 days since May 1st. So that was almost two hours a day it was like 1.8 something hours per day on game dev which was just kind of i didn't realize like i didn't realize i'm putting that much time into it which is cool it's good i think uh because a while back i talked about like the 10 hour mark for um you know the recommended time to to be like a to learn game dev and be part-time in it and so if if you're spending two hours a day almost like Definitely hitting that hard, but really what helped, I think, was taking my lunches and devoting my lunches to this course in particular. That's cool. That was a good idea. Because that's, uh, you know, I eat, it takes about 15 minutes for me to eat, and then I have like 45 minutes usually to devote to that course. So that's almost five hours a week there, or I guess maybe four hours, but makes it a lot more feasible, so... That's all I got for for news, really. Awesome. Um. So, did we dive into it? Like, so what are we gonna? Well, what are you? What are you <laughs> gonna do to get Castle Master Faster Blaster online? So, my understanding of the way we set it up, a lot of the mouse functionality just translates to touch functionality on mobile. So. What I want to try first is to just go into Unity. So first off, we're not going to be able to do iOS using Unity, unfortunately. Um, The reason for that uh, is because we have Windows machines. And it sounds like you have to have Xcode installed, which is kind of like a proprietary Mac development kit, I think, that only works for, for Mac. And so you have to have that working in order to export to iOS, which sucks. So unless we were to find a way to emulate a Mac and export that way, we're going to only be able to target Android, which is very annoying. Um, For Android, you need to install the Android SDK and Java JDK. And then once you have those installed, you can go into Unity and... You know how you can change your build options so that you, you know, you choose your target platform. Um, you just once you have those installed, you choose Android and then you build it. And if you have, so there's a thing uh, that I'm using called Unity Remote, which is an app you can get for your mobile device. And if you have that installed and you plug in your phone to your computer you can basically export the project directly as an APK, um, Android package or whatever, uh, and it will just install that application on your phone and you can just run it. So that's basically what what I did with the Glitch Garden game. Uh, you have to do a couple things on your 
on your phone in order for it to work. Like you have to go into uh, you have to you have enable to, like third party apps and stuff. And yeah, yeah, you got to enable the developer tools and allow USB debugging, which is super easy uh, to do. And then once you do that, then the the transfer will will work. But yeah, then once once you build it uh, through Unity with your phone plugged in, it's just installed. And then you can oh. test it out. So it's super easy, actually. Um, they've streamlined Damn. the process to, to make it pretty easy. Uh, so I want to try that. I have the um, on my desktop where I have the Castle Master Faster Blaster project. I hadn't installed Android, the SDK, and JDK. Um, so I just installed that right before we were podcasting, and I need to test the build. But cool. I think. I think that's all we'll have to do. Once we get the build working, I want to investigate the aspect ratio or whatever, you know, like the yeah. resolution. Because that was like one of the main reasons we chose like the resolution that we did, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's going to look just fine on our phones um, yeah. right out of the gate. But when you get to different resolutions, it's going to look kind of funky. So maybe never know. I mean maybe <laughs> we just put in a static resolution though so I think it probably will but in the glitch garden tutorial that I went through there's a whole series on setting up your canvas or your play space whatever uh to be kind of modular so that it will detect the resolution and just like tell it how to output that oh, uh, cool. for your phone so yeah that and it's not really that difficult. Like, I don't think I could do it on my own at this point in time, but if I review that video, I bet I could figure it out for our game. The only thing I'm not certain about is if we designed the art in a way that it can be, that it will translate very well. Because like in Glitch Garden, he basically has you have kind of like a border that is used for the bigger resolutions, and then you just can't really do anything with that border it like fits into the game and you can't really, you don't really notice it as being there, but for the smaller resolutions, it can just crop that border out and not have any problems basically. So Sweet. which, which ours, I think we have the whole play space set up in a way, like we designed it so that it was like targeted for one specific resolution. Yeah. Um, so it may be a little janky, but that's okay. We'll, We'll figure it out. And then the only other thing, I still want to try to get that whole like Angry Birds arc kind of thing uh, figured out, which we'll see. I'm not sure if I'll end up being able to do that or not, but would be worth yeah. looking into, especially if we want to actually publish it. So You know, it's funny. I was hanging out with Edwin the other day. We were jamming and playing some music and, and he's like, so what's, a, what, like, what's this game thing that you and Taylor do? <laughs> and it's funny, like, whenever I talk to people from high school who, like, you know, knew you and I, like, in high school, you know, they're always, like, it's, like, I'm, like, their one lifeline to, like, understanding or, like, basically keeping in touch with, like, what you're doing. <laughs> you know, like, people are like, man, t I haven't talked to him in years. Like, how how's he doing? What, is, what are you guys working on? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, like, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he was just, like. So what what's this game? You know, and I explained it. He's like, "Oh, so so it's like a pocket tanks type thing." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude, you remember that game?" He's like, "Yeah, we used to play it in high school all the time, like in the computer lab." 
that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So pocket tanks uh, played in high school confirmed. Yeah, dude. See, um, I don't know if the listener remembers, but I was like, I don't remember that, dude. Yeah, um, that I feel like that originated when me, John Finkley, Lee, and Oliver were in tech support together, like the tech support class. And some, I think, I think Oliver maybe had it like on a flash drive or something, or a we, floppy uh, disk back then. Dude, uh, we took Quake Three and we installed it on one computer. Actually, maybe how did we do that? You guys, so yeah, we land what? it. You land yeah, it. We installed it on one computer and then everybody ran it from that computer. Oh. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I think that's what we did. And then at one point. We we had the game installed on flash drives uh-huh. uh, because I think they finally caught on that what we were doing. So we had it installed on flash drives, and you just plug the flash drive in, and then you could run it off of the flash drive. <laughs> it was like the dumbest shit. Yeah, dude, we land it all the time, and we could be at any computer in the school <laughs> and land it with each other. So like one of somebody would be in the library, another would be in the computer lab, somebody else would be like you know doing a TA period or whatever <laughs> for a teacher who wasn't there, like. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah it was hilarious. Good times. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So anything else on the agenda we need to we need to touch base on? We're kind of we're not up against the clock by any means, but no. Yeah. It's, well, this week was again kind of a, a low key week just because we have all of the Japan stuff going on. Rhett has been just busting his balls playing music every day. Um, yeah. So we. Oh, woe was me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But it's true, though. Uh, you're pretty busy during the week, so we haven't been able to uh, really touch base, whatever. Yeah, at all. Um, so I've just been trying to, you know, just hammer away at, at this tutorial. I really want to get through it. One of my goals is to finish it by the end of the year, which like seems like it's not that crazy to do, but it's a lot yeah. of content. So. Well, you're definitely chipping away at it, man. So I applaud you. Uh, I applaud um, the freaking ground you've made on Castle Master Faster Blaster, even if it's just like, hey, I think I know how to get this on the phone. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should be cool. Yeah. I also, um, for our trip, uh, so I have, uh, with the library, I've talked about this before, I have a subscription to lynda.com, and they have offline viewing where you can download courses. So nice. I downloaded like probably 15 Unity courses that are like short, you know, like an hour or two. Oh, cool! Uh, and I think I might watch those on the plane to try and try and keep game dev fresh in my mind while we're while we're abroad. What a clever idea, old yeah. chap! Also, Khan Academy uh, has offline viewing too. So I went on there and downloaded a cryptography course, which would be kind of that's cool. kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm just trying to. You know, like, I don't want to just completely be done for two weeks when we're gone. Like, I want to keep it fresh, so. What a good idea. I'm not going to be sitting down at my laptop or anything. I'm not bringing my laptop, just my phone. Yeah, that was kind of like a debate I was having, too, because I didn't bring a laptop to Guatemala or anything, obviously, because, well, to be honest, I was, like, completely unsure of, like, the infrastructure and like obviously like it's a little unsafe to be carrying like a ton of valuables around um and then i started thinking like japan i was like hey, well i could bring my laptop i was like why would i want to bring that around with me you know like it's just like more things in my and i'm going like super lightweight this time yeah. compared to 
compared to I pa- I I overpacked a little bit for Guatemala, but it was because I was unsure of like when and where I'd have a washing machine or like access to certain things. So I did overpack a little bit. Uh, this one I'm gonna underpack, I think, just because. You know, it's like, if I forget anything, dude, we're in a freaking, one of the most developed countries on the planet, so <laughs> yeah. I'll just well, go buy it. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have washing machines, you know, yeah. at our disposal. And yeah, I I read that too, like, oh, if you forget something, don't worry, like, you're in Japan. Probably have a vending <laughs> machine for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I will say, like, I, I'm looking forward to being able to, like, drink the tap water. <laughs> uh, without having to like worry about dying, <laughs> yeah. um, being able to you know like shower with my eyes open or yeah, whatever dude. for real. Um, <laughs> and uh, fuck, what the, I was about to say something else about Japan, but all of a sudden I can't remember it. Yeah, I'm I'm just like so I'm trying to get through all the stuff that we're uh, we need to do like calling the banks and you know all that you know the banks. Like you don't need, you could call the banks like literally like from the airport like they don't yeah. need like that much notice True. it's like a button press yeah no it's not I a called big like deal. weeks in advance when I went to S- Central America and they're like oh like that far away I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but no that it's good to be prepared yeah that uh, and then just getting tons of media ready for it like it by the way if you don't have Crashlands on your phone you should pick up Crashlands. Because if you wanted a game to play, dude, I'm I'm hitting myself over the head because uh, this is not Crashlands related. Sorry, but Humble Bundle had a really good mobile bundle the other day, or oh, like yeah. last week, and I was gonna buy it. It was uh, a puzzle bundle, and they had uh, Mini Metro and uh, Concrete Jungle and like these sort of like Sim style like management games. Like, and if you haven't played Mini Metro, dude, it's so fun. I don't think um, I have, but. It's basically like you have to create subway lines and the game looks like a train map. You know, if like you look at a train map of Japan and it's just like, you know, the colored lines, it looks like that. And you draw new lines to keep keep the lines moving and all this stuff. Oh, cool. oh my God. It's so fun. Anyways, the whole bundle was five bucks and it had both of these games, which are $10 games, Mini Metro and Concrete Jungle, which is like Concrete Jungle is basically like a SimCity style game almost. Um Anyway, they're both $10, and I fucking missed a bundle by, like, an hour. Oh, so I was going to buy Mini Metro. I was like, it would be worth it to buy it. Which It was on sale, like, the other day for 5 bucks. I hope it's still on sale, but anyway. I might get uh, Crashlands as well. We'll see. I'm not a huge, like, mobile game player. I'm not, I, I, I'm not, not either. I'm not a big fan. But uh, Crashlands is super awesome, and Butterscotch Shenanigans is legit. Uh, it's also like a 60 hour game, so you could play it literally the whole time we're gone and not beat it probably. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at it. I, uh, yeah. It's funny hearing you talk about like prepping your like phone and everything for the flight because like my phone is just like ready for (laughs) basically a 12 hour flight at like any given point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I could have managed just fine without it. You know, because I have like tons of podcasts downloaded and all kinds of stuff. But I don't know. I wanted to have like I wanted the apps for Japan specifically ready. Like I downloaded all of the cities we're going to, like uh, the Google Trips sections for those. And I downloaded, uh, you know, maps for all the places we're going. And I downloaded like Google Translate. So I wanted to make sure I have enough space for that. And then just like, 
you know, any music I want, any other podcasts I want, any new podcasts I want, like any of these courses I want, maybe movies I might put on there, all that kind of stuff, audiobooks, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, good idea. Yeah, yeah I'm even investing. I'm going to buy a new pair of earbuds and everything because, like, I only have over-the-ear headphones. And it's like, that's going to be too cumbersome for, like, a plane. And Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. And then I was going – I found, like, a really good pair. I was, like, going to make the commitment to, like – bluetooth earbuds uh-huh. that are like not tethered by a wire like true wireless yeah and they look badass and everything i was like oh dude this will be like the most fucking convenient thing ever like what a great price uh then i realized like they have like a maximum listening time of like two hours see yeah i have two uh bluetooth headsets one that goes over the ears and the battery life is actually pretty good i think it would last me like all day like probably 12 yeah. hours but then yeah, mine too the other ones that are more convenient that are earbuds are yeah like two hours and Which i use like what the fuck yeah i mean i use them every day on like my by my bike ride into work and it's fine but like i need to make sure that i charge them every day which... Well, I don't understand how do they figure that out because like I have a Bluetooth earpiece and I know that it's not doing the same thing and I know it doesn't have like the same fidelity of sound, <clears throat> but I use it to listen to podcasts because it just sits in my ear and I can use it to take phone calls and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it the battery lasts. It has twelve hours of talk time. Huh. Like, and that includes streaming podcasts to my ear. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, how the fuck do they get <laughs> two hours in these fucking earbuds? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because the sound quality is like so high or whatever, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was talking to Allie about that same thing. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe do I want to get just like a wired set of earbuds? But I also have some Bose noise canceling ones that are battery powered. I might just bring those with with a, one of the wireless ones over the ear. I don't know if I do the over the ear or the other one. Probably probably the over. Well, I'm not really sure. I have to think about it because. One's like one's like more comfortable and convenient, but the other one has like more battery life. So I don't know. Oh, I see. Yeah, but the Bose yeah. ones, yeah, are over the years, and they have like you actually put AAA batteries in them. Yeah, yeah. Because the which, noise canceling, they generate a they detect incoming frequencies, and then they generate a counter frequency. Right. It's which is super nice. Work. I I used yeah. them when we went to Fiji, and it was nice like having them on during the plane ride. But I don't know. If the battery dies, yeah. you're boned. Well, just bring another battery. Yeah. Well, I will. <laughs> bring a couple. Put them in your personal, your personal item or your carry-on or whatever. They're, like. <laughs> yeah, they're also kind of cumbersome though, too, because they have like. Yeah. They're big, and they have like different a- attachments, and then they have like the carrying case, so you can hold all that stuff. So. Yeah. I'm See, still I was going to bring, bring them, some I like think. nice over-the-ear headphones as well but i was like ah i think i'll just get a nice pair of earbuds i hate earbuds but maybe if i buy a nice pair like i'll enjoy them more so yeah well you also probably hate earbuds because you always have tons of earwax yeah dude i know (laughs) i have freaking overactive earwax glands bro yeah why are you making fun of me about this it's a (laughs) clinical problem my doctor told me about it (laughs) Uh, i'm just teasing you rat no actually they said that um they said it's because like my ears are actually like really sensitive huh and actually like it's like where that's why i'm so peculiar about headphones and stuff too is because like sometimes like sounds certain sounds and stuff like give me headaches yeah and like bad headphones that like only deliver on like a certain sound frequency like particularly what like they give me headaches sometimes 
So I'm pretty particular about that. But my doctor said that's probably why my body generates more earwax is because it realized it's like, uh, it's like protecting my hearing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's how it works, but I don't know. That's what my doctor told me when I was like 13. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hope you get some good ones that don't give you headaches. Yeah, I was looking at some, and they're the type that I hate that, like, have the little nubbins that you have to, like, insert into your ear. I'm like, great. (laughs) I like the, like, Apple earbuds, like, those standard ones. Like, those are pretty solid. They have, like, good sound range, and they just, like, sit in your ear. They don't need to be, like, they don't need to, like, penetrate you. (laughs) See, I never really liked the Apple ones because of, of that reason. And I think that I have, like, small ear holes. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> so I'd, I'd, like, put those things, like, in my ears. And I'd listen to something for, like, 15 minutes. And then I'd pull it out and my ear hole would be sore. <laughs> oh, God. Small ear holes. Yeah. The Taylor Bukite yeah. story. So like whenever I get those uh the ones with like the kind of squishy one uh heads, you know? Uh yeah. I always have to pick like the smallest ones to put in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh small. So ear I holes. actually I prefer uh ear penetration earbuds. <laughs> Yeah, you do, you dirty boy. Well, you don't you don't want your ear holes to hurt afterwards because it was too big, you know. No way, dude. No way. So many bad innuendos to be made. I know. Oh. Well, I think that about does it. <laughs> yeah, we just fucking yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, excited for Japan. Excited yeah, to share um, our trip with you guys. One more uh, podcast to do before we take out to Japan. Yep. And you know, if we're feeling particularly adventurous. Like, I was thinking it might be fun if, like, Bailey and Alia wanted to get on on, like, a... We can just record on my phone. Yeah. And we could have, like, a little, like, you know, Japan edition. Yeah. We um, could. Yeah. Or or just have, like, uh, little clips from different parts of, of the world or where we're at, you know? Yeah. yeah there you go. Piece, That'd be piece fun. Piece it together. Yeah. Yeah. We could also make a, a vlog. <laughs> oh, we could. We should. Yeah. I don't know. It might be kind of cool. You're fucking genius. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's weird. I never think about video stuff, but like, it's so easy with phones. Yeah, dude. For real. Cool. So, well, we'll talk about this the later. Works, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, guys. Well, yeah, I think well, that does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining uh, us today. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 All right, whatever. Uh, you guys can hit us up on Twitter at GameDevsQuest. Email us at gdq at airpodcast.com and all those other things that you should already know about. So uh, Yeah, like facebook.com slash airpodcast. Exactly. Like that one indeed. Uh, and you anyways, can always uh, find us on iTunes and Google Play, I think, maybe. Stitcher Radio. Or you can go to the website, airpodcast.com, and uh, find everything that uh, we're talking about on there. Exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you all have a good week. Boom, 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 boom. Cue that music. Yeah.